Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Yeah, that's the that's the way it's supposed to be. Maybe, 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 maybe Monday. We got a lot to talk about in a short time to do it. Um, let me introduce my awesome team, ladies and gentlemen. The Godfather of Conservative Radio, Mister Hutch Bailey Jr. I'm gonna go get the papers. Get the papers, <laughs> Mister David <laughs> Two Fingers, Mister Terry Two Fingers, and then we got the Big Jr. Robinson. What's up? Happy Monday, everybody from the. Land of Muslim soda. <laughs> you know, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to jump right into it. We're not going to hold back. Y'all failed, man. Man. Y'all failed. Y'all, it, was hard, y'all, it was hard to come into the studio today. Was it really? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, it only took us 200. I mean, you look at where this is going. If this happens, and it looks like it is, I mean... It took us 250 years to ruin the country. Yeah, I'm. You know what? I'm going to play something by Jonathan Turley because I trust Jonathan Turley more than I trust anybody. Um, and uh, <laughs> you know, there's there's a whole lot of people putting out this stuff. They are real man. They're really trying to get Trump, man. They're trying to get him. And, and you know what? Too, I have to say this, and I know we probably had some Trump officials and Trump people watching this and stuff, you know. Um, I wish I could meet y'all down the alley or some of the old ones that were um, watching over him and basically were was supposed to be protecting him from stuff like this. I wish I could meet y'all down the alley in the dark of night. Because I would really try to whip some ass. Because there's certain thing. I mean, uh, for all past presidents, they probably had people that would protect them from stuff like this. Absolutely. Yeah, you know it's, called the, it's called the Attorney General. Right. And Bill Barr, man. He's horrible. He's out there talking smack every day now. Oh, he was really big yesterday. I mean, some of the stuff I heard, I didn't even know. I, y'all, I didn't, I didn't even listen to the whole thing. 
I but I watched him and he was man, he was like a dog on on Trump. I was like, well, bitch, if you I mean I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you if, had it right. <laughs> if you were to do this to Hillary Clinton, we wouldn't be in this situation. Now, Barack Obama. Now I also had to go back to this too because I Hutch, you know, I and and Jared, you weren't here, but um I um we were at we were there um, after the 2016 election, and in December, Leslie Stahl or whoever it was on CBS basically had um, Donald Trump and Melania beside him doing the interview, and she was like, "You're really not going to go after Hillary Clinton, are you?" And he caved. And he caved. He caved. And many of us were like pissed off. We we're like, wait a minute, hold on. You you say lock her up, lock her up, lock her up. And then you telling Le- I mean, I would told Leslie, hell yeah, just as soon as I as a matter of fact, I got my people on it during this interview. And when I take office in about 45 days or whatnot, we're gonna get to it. That's what I would have told her. But the media uh I guess has surrendered the fact that he had won, so now they're trying to cover their tracks and protecting Hillary like Donald Trump should have been protected. Bottom line. I think Mm. the lesson Trump's going to learn from this, though, is in his (laughs) first term, he went in and he didn't realize how corrupt the establishment was. He didn't realize how obstructionist some of these appointees were and how they weren't looking out for America. And not prosecuting Hillary, like he did that for the good of the country because he was afraid it would tear the country apart. But he expected that he would be treated the same way. Yeah. And that's where he made his mistake. And that's why Trump 2.0, Trump 47, let's go. Gloves are off. Let's blow up these agencies, get rid of all these folks that are doing all this corrupt stuff. Let me let me give a heads up. Uh, I read an article by a guy named Stuart Rhodes. He got sent to, sentenced to prison for 18 years for doing nothing. And he basically said that don't don't focus too much on this documents case. This documents case is a jab. Right. The hook's coming with the January 6th. Mm-hmm. The they're trying boys. to make him die in jail is what they're doing. This is this is so crazy. It's yeah. just uh, I was just, just a second. I, I was offline from Thursday until yesterday. So I didn't get any of this as it was happening. I got one little blurb I heard on a radio station that he got indicted, but that's all I heard. So I didn't get any of this until yesterday, till last night. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was like a gut punch. You know, yeah. you, I lived through the bicentennial, man. You know what I mean? It, to see yeah. us go this far. And it's so simple. You know, you, you often ask yourself, how did Nazi Germany happen? And you look at this and it's the same exact thing. In Nazi Germany, they made people hate the Jews. In the United States of America, they make people hate Americans. Yep. Hey, patriots. All you got to do to get people to do stupid stuff is make them hate somebody. Right. Now, um, and JR, JR, uh, JR, you read the, or did you read the whole thing? Did you read the whole thing? Yeah. So my process, I actually read the whole thing like three times before (laughs) I saw what anybody said about it. And (laughs) then I think it too, because I was like, when you put it in the thing, I, I forgot I was busy doing something, and I was like, uh, I'll answer it later, but I didn't get to answer it, but I was like, 
Well, I know if I didn't read it, I know you were going to read it. I, I was getting ready to read it. I was like, no, nah, I'll just wait here with Jason. So. <laughs> I was like, I, I, hey, he got it. He, he got it hands down. But, but so um, I read it. I read it like three times and I'm taking notes and I'm charting this out and, and it's pure propaganda. And I mean, like there's a total of a hundred documents mentioned in the filing, but then they show these pictures of like a hundred file boxes and they're using Trump quotes in the indictment, which don't mean anything talking about handling of the documents, that sort of thing. And then I read some people's like Dershowitz and Turley and some of those guys takes on it. And I read some on the left too. And here's where I landed on it after kind of chewing on it for a couple of days. It bears a striking resemblance to the general Flynn case. So for those who don't remember general Flynn, two things happened. One, as he transitioned into power, he communicated with foreign agents, which technically there's a law that made that illegal, uh, but that law's never been enforced ever. That's and then the right. second thing is the FBI asked him about it and they tried to spin up how he lied. And he had some stuff where he said, no, I don't think so or whatever. And they spun that as a lie. And then they pursued him legally like the dude ended up having to sell his house. He yeah. had like hundreds yeah. of thousands of dollars of legal bills. His oh, name got smeared in the media. Yeah. Pence yeah. didn't back him. They kicked him out of the administration. Yeah. And then at the end, the government didn't pursue the charges. And and that's it's not the same crime, but that's what they're doing to Trump. If we put every president currently alive to the same standard President Trump did, like they would all be in jail. I, now, I agree with that. I do every agree single with one. And yep. and now, issue, but the issue is this: with if you don't have the dog in the in the in the DOJ, or the DOJ isn't given permission of his of his right. younger dogs to go after uh, the um, the presidents, because I mean, honestly, think about it: to us, the presidents were untouchable, you, right? As well, they should be, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, they. For everything that they give to the country, and believe me, they have to keep a whole lot of secrets too. But everything that they give to the country, yeah, I know. I'm talking about Democratic presidents too, even though they're trying to destroy the country. Uh, but there, there are things that they do that maybe, maybe us as American citizens shouldn't know, but maybe we should know. But the things that they do have to do, okay, uh, but. Okay, you know what? Let me play this Jonathan Turley thing, and uh, let me see what you have to say about this. Heard from his legal team, um, Alina Haba, who's not working on this case, but says there's no way he would ever entertain a plea deal. But you also heard his former attorney general say, if you know a good chunk of this sticks, and if there's a conviction, his words I think were, "He's toast." I mean, these are actual, um, you know, federal criminal statutes that have years in prison attached to them. Yeah, Shannon, the problem is that he's got to run the table. He's 76 years old. All the government has to do is stick the landing on one count and he could have a terminal sentence. Uh, you're talking about crimes that have a 10 or 20 year period as a maximum. The evidence here is quite strong. Now, we haven't heard their other side. I mean, you know, generally, these indictments are a lot stronger on the day they're issued mm -hmm. than the next day. So they may be able to knock down some of these issues. But some of this evidence is coming from his former counsel. And these are very damaging uh, statements that have made against him. It may be hard to move those. The fact is, both things may be true. 
yes, the Department of Justice may have been out to get him, but he made it easy. I mean, if, if you look at what is being described in this indictment, confronted with someone that he felt was trying to get him, he couldn't have made it more easy for them to do so. So, Trey, I want to ask you about the point the professor makes there that some of a lot of what's in this indictment does actually come from one of his attorneys. I mean, there was this decision to, to pierce the attorney client privilege. There was a ruling on that. But how much of that may then be booted from the actual trial jury that hears this? Because, again, we keep noting there's been no defense of the former president in this grand jury proceeding. It's not how it works. They get to hear one side. But is it possible that some of this evidence in the indictment will actually be, you know, thrown out, will be sealed off so a trial jury never sees it? Well, I, the most damning piece of evidence to me is the audio tape. I mean, you want to talk about consciousness of guilt. You want to talk about knowledge and intent. I mean, those are the darlings of a prosecutor's nursery. And that came from President Trump's own mouth. So, look, I, I think Jonathan is exactly right. But, but here's what I think people are wondering. Jack Smith brought up Hillary Clinton. Brett Hume didn't bring her up. You didn't bring her up. I didn't bring her up. Jack Smith included that in the indictment. So is it therefore relevant how the bureau and department treated Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump? Okay. That, that, I, I hate these people. I can't stand these people. That's Trey. But, but with, again, Jonathan Turley, I went to his Twitter this morning. Um, I went to his Twitter. Jonathan Turley is just as much as down the line and um, Trump, Trumpy than anybody that I've seen. Okay. As a matter of fact, on his Twitter uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, um, this may be the most discussed indictment that few people have actually read. The problem for the Justice Department is that it has made itself unbelievable in the eyes of many in public. This is the third consecutive election in which Trump is being hounded by the allegation of crimes. Indeed. It was immediately preceded by a, a clear political prosecution in New York State. In other words, the DOJ may have, have long ago lost the room. Many are celebrating. The Drudge Report suggested the downfall of the Don. However, destroying Trump in a scandal is like trying to down a manatee. Both are in the element. Just as many as uh, just as many have Trump's Trump fatigue, many also have DOJ fatigue. This is the third consecutive election in which Trump is being hounded by the allegation. So, uh, if there's anybody over there, and I don't, I don't watch Fox, but if there's anybody over there that I watch, it's him. I listen to him. Oh yeah. And uh, with now, yes. Is there is it more than seven counts, Jason? Thirty. Oh yeah, it's thirty-one or thirty-two <laughs> counts. And uh, if you look, there's like <laughs> twenty of them are moving boxes around. Like literally, twenty some of them are. You move this box from here to there, from there to there, and there to there. And those I think will all be pretty interstate trafficking. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was crazy. And then. The couple concerning ones that I would have is the interview that they talk about where Trump was showing the document to the podcaster. And you don't know what the document was. You don't know what the plan was. And you haven't heard the full audio. So you don't know the context of the conversation. 
they frame it where Trump like hands this guy a top secret military plan and lets him flip through it, which would be really bad for Trump. Uh, there's just as possible that it was a plan for how we're going to invade England because he was talking about how silly some of this stuff is. He said, look, and, at it, look at it or something like that, right? Yeah. And, I mean, you don't know if he's sitting across a room. And then, like, the quote they pull out is he said, yeah, this is secret stuff. Well, that's not saying he didn't declassify it. You know, that's just saying that this was secret. And he did make the statement, I can't declassify it yeah. now, which is 100% a true story. But that's not saying he didn't declassify it before. So, yeah, there's a... There, there's a lot of noise in this thing. It almost reads kind of like the fine people hoax where they kind of snip out things that they're going to say and then try to take that as gospel. I know. I, um, I've heard about the president's classifications act or something like that, or president, you know, whatever it is, but I always go back to this. <laughs> I always go back to this. When I was in the military, you didn't mess with classified information. You just didn't do it, or you could face some years in jail. You know, you, you know, if you're supposed to carry, <laughs> if you're supposed to carry classified document to, from point A to point B, you better not be stopped. You, you, you take it from here to here. Don't, don't get nothing to eat. Don't pour nothing on it. Don't get it wet. You go from here to here and and sign it in. Get your name off of it. So did you mess with it? See, that's the whole problem. There's too much. It's only classified because somebody says it is. Yes. Right. You're right. You know what I mean? It's like there's too much classification going on. They're using it as a weapon. You right. know, you look at the and the other the other thing about this whole situation, uh, you were talking about General Flynn. Uh, there's one element that we, we skipped over a little bit. It's a corrupt freaking federal judge. Right. If you remember the activity of that judge, I mean, just doing unconstitutional stuff every time you heard about it you know and thanks lindsey graham for proving all those judges uh but that's the problem we got now we don't have a a, a good court system yeah you got a lady up there that's going to be the judge that the left is freaking out saying she can't be fair because she's a trump appointee yeah you know, I, oh I, I, by the way tomorrow he's supposed to turn himself in to the miami um and 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 on wednesday wednesday We'll have Jim Parkman in. That was one of the questions that I asked last time. I was like, um, can you be indicted in another state? You know, and, you know, he was like, well, no, I, I don't know. I don't know if you could do that. But I guess federal attaches itself to everything. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah federal can be anywhere. And then it, it was interesting how they did it, because if you have a federal charge, it's judicated in the spot where it happened so that's why it's in florida is because they're saying the crime happened in florida but all this pre-trial stuff like they pierced attorney client privilege which is wild like that just doesn't happen but they did that in the new york case or in the in the washington dc court so they had one judge that was like approving warrants and approving all this stuff and then when it comes time to charge they had to charge him in uh, in Florida. And it's really interesting because the initial crime they were going after him for was having these records. And then like Biden and everybody under the sun blew it up when they showed like, oh, yeah, it turns out classified documents are everywhere. <laughs> like nobody, nobody like takes it seriously. Even it sounds like Obama 
has like 2 million documents that he sent to his Obama library. And there's a bunch of stuff in there that was classified that he declassified that's just sitting there in the Obama library. So yeah, this will be fascinating. And and like I say, there is a chance that he faces real legal jeopardy here, but it's for an, like it's never been done before to any president, which is what makes it wild. None and this stuff has. And, and look, and but see, look, I go back to something that I said a long time ago, how Democrats always like to be the first to do something. Republicans are, are really rarely ever, well, actually they are, but they but they allow their, their first to be stolen by the Democrats. But um, Democrats are always like to be the first to do this and first to do that and first to do that. And to them, it really is a talking point for later that they can pull themselves up on. Uh, George- Well, you hit the- you hit the nail on the head, Wayne, when you were talking about if everybody who runs for president is going to have all this targeting from the federal government, only people who are beholden to the federal government are going to want to serve yeah. in there, which is why we generally haven't prosecuted presidents. Right. Um, like they get a little bit of a pass because it's like you could throw the whole book at them for everything yeah. and all they would do is spend the rest of their life in court. So nobody would want to go serve. I mean, honestly, honestly, this is, this is a new thing that we have seen. You, um, there's an old term for this. Um, you know, you, you throw the kitchen sink, they're throwing the whole goddamn neighborhood, right? The whole community for just something at something. They don't care. They just want something. One thing that might have a term of 10 years, uh, you know, right? You know, and and you know, they might because first time offense, they might uh, knock it down to thirty days or forty days in jail. But as long as they can get them in jail, as long as they can get them behind bars, they're good. They're right. good. You know, well, once uh, he's behind bars, somebody can whack him. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised so the man's still alive. I'll be honest. I am too. You know what? And that's another thing. That's another thing that I was going to bring up too, because Hutch, you, um, years ago, well, uh, I think you brought it up or maybe it was another co-host, but they thought that, um, they thought that he was going to be a martyr, martyr, or that they were trying to kill him. And I was like, no, nah, man, no, nah, nah, they ain't trying to kill him because it would be too worse for that. There's I don't still, know if there's it, anything it, else on the, on the side of what they're doing right now, then too. The question I think that's in their minds, because you got to look at what they did here. You got to go back a little bit, 30,000 feet view. You got the entire government out to get a guy that all he wants to do is make America great. Think about right, that. Right, right, right. I mean, right. both sides of the aisle. You hear Aza Hutchinson out there talking smack. These people are, they're, they're weak. They're weak and they're in on it. Mm -hmm. You know, th th this is, uh, I think the only question that they're mulling right now is what are the people going to do? Right. 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 But and and this is something that President Trump said over the weekend. Remember, y'all, they're not after me. Right. And yeah, I'm, I'm, they're using me, but they're really not after me. That's they're exactly trying right. they're trying to beat you into submission so that you don't question or so that you don't um, um, decide who you want as president ever again. You right. you choose who we want you to choose. That's right. That's the bottom line. Okay, 2016, we bucked a cup. Okay, we turned over the apricot. We chose Donald Trump. 
the, the person, everybody, uh, Hillary, 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 Hillary. It, I mean, it was supposed to be her coronation. It was supposed to be her. We chose somebody else. We broke the system. Oh, we can't have that again. Nope. We can't have that again. We can't have it. As a matter of fact, George, George, um, George had, I, I can never say that name right, but stuffing uh, envelopes. St- yeah. Yeah. Uh, queer. Um, had, um, he, <laughs> he had on one of Trump's lawyers and I want you to listen to this because Trump's lawyer is smart. Oh man. He's smart. Like Dickens. He, this is the one that quit. Well, not quit, but he left because hit because Tom was up. We'll talk about that later after we talk to Nicole. But, um, I want you to watch this. Have this conversation with him. He very quickly pivots to concern about the country. You know, it's not a real selfish analysis. It's this is a bad moment for our history. This is our country turning the corner. And as somebody that's been around criminal justice for over 30 years, I agree with him. It's it's a Rubicon we shouldn't be crossing. But doesn't the president, don't you believe in the principle that no person is above the law? If the president committed the same crime that someone else did, shouldn't he be charged? No person is below the law. That's really the issue here. I mean, you've got these investigations in Delaware that are a thousand times more serious by a sitting president who has authorized his DOJ to try to sink the candidacy of his prime opposition while that guy has unsecured documents that he stole out of a skiff dozens <laughs> of years ago. So, look, you know, we're not talking what about some talking sort about, of sir? favoritism. What are you talking about? Nice that try, is a ridiculous George. statement. Uh, there's this issue. <laughs> nice try. There's an issue <laughs> that anyone that reads any newspapers would agree is a parallel track, which is the Delaware document scandal of Joe Biden, where there's a special counsel, Rob Herr, that's investigating it. You know that there were documents that were sensitive, that were marked classified, found in a garage near a Corvette that made their way through Chinatown, through the Penn Biden Center. There's 1,850 boxes that have never been fully looked at at University of Delaware. You have the ultimate unclean hands of a current sitting president who had no declassification, had none of the protections of President Trump, and who literally had to have stolen stuff from a skiff. Even Dick Durbin has commented about how this was an outrageous possession of classified material by Vice President, at that point, Joe Biden. So that's what we're talking about. You can scoff and act like there's nothing to it, but the whole country knows the basic notion of unequal treatment and fairness, and that's what's at issue with this prosecution. I thought that was so funny because he was like, "Nice there's, try." There's an opening. There's an opening for a producer on that show. I can't believe they didn't cut that guy's mic, man. Right? That went Actually, it's, it's funny because I love I love my wife's reaction to stuff because she's not as plugged in politically. And we watched the that Jack Smith announcement on Friday or whatever day it was, mm-hmm. and she was just like red in the face and mad. I'm like, okay. What made you mad? And she's like, how on earth can they say nobody is above the law? Hillary's above the law. Joe Biden's above the law. It's the same day the 5 million from Ukraine came out. Hunter Biden's above the law. Bill's above the law. Even Bushes are above the law. How can they stand there and lie to us? And the biggest biggest one of all, Obama. Obama, right? The stuff that he did to this country is immeasurably damaging. Yeah, and everybody that says, like, nobody's above the law, like, whatever comes out of your mouth next, you're just a filthy liar. That attorney was awesome. He said, nobody's under the law either. Right, exactly. <laughs> they keep And they keep saying it. They keep saying it, but it's not practice. It's, it, it, it definitely is in practice. It's letting them 
Ladies and gentlemen, we got to um, take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have Nicole Sai on, and she is also going to tell us um, from another perspective about the CCP and oh, how yeah. they have also, um, this was something that was foreseen them going after Donald Trump. So he would not run again because if you notice, when he gives speeches, he talks about how he was putting China in check. He was putting China in check with the tariffs and, and the taxes and stuff like that. He was like, uh-uh, you know what? You're not going to do that to our country anymore. Yet He isn't part of that cabal that that um, is friends with China. And he saw them stealing all the money. Or uh, so so we're gonna talk with um we're gonna talk with Nicole right after the show. Oh uh, right after the break. Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching the Wayne Dupree podcast on the Red Boards Media Network. My name is Wayne Dupree, Hutch Bain Jr. Jason Robinson. We'll be right back. You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear. Dog whoa, bed. whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited, and once they're gone, they're gone. It's a crazy world out there, and we're facing more uncertainty than our country has faced in a long time, if ever. And the most important advice that we can give you and your loved ones is be prepared. Most people don't realize they need something until it's too late. Whether it's a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid, war. You need to be prepared. Don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones during the worst of times. And then pray you never need it. Thankfully, we have just the solution for you. Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected. You get prepared and you support a pro-America Christian company that shares your values at the same time. Everyone wins. And the best news is you also get discounts on emergency survival foods, heirloom vegetables, seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your foods. So get ahead, be prepared, and survive with a company that shares your values. And we have you covered with great discounts. Go to HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10%. Again, that's HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10% on your order. Matter whether it's $30 billion or $50 billion that the U.S. law firms take from the CCP each year, those money stems from American after all. Zhu Rongji said, what's wrong with paying Americans with dollars? Look at our GDP doubling every year, doesn't it all come from the U.S.? The China concept stocks have paid enormous lawyer fees to the U.S. law firm, but aren't they exist to steal American people's money? Isn't that money also from the U.S.? This is the CCP's scheme to take down the U.S. with Americans' own help and America's own money. The CCP is bringing down America with Americans' own greed, America's own technology, law firms, and accounting firms, as well as the America's own corrupt government agencies. 
This is the core of the CCP's 3F plan. Ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, from our friends over at the NFSC. Let me bring on our awesome sister, Miss Nicole Tsai of the New Federal State of China. Miss Nicole Tsai, how are you doing today? I am doing great, and thank you so much for having me. Happy Monday. So great to be back, as always. So I've been listening to your um, podcast in the last 30 minutes, and um, the more I see this, what's happening to this country, the more I was reminded about the communist China, because in communist China, the CCP top leaders, they are often the uh, victims of the weaponized government agencies. You know, even people like the CCP chairman, the Liu Shaoqi, Deng Xiaoping, and uh, Hu Jintao. I mean, these people are top CCP leaders. They're even the chairman of the CCP. But at the end of the day, uh, they either end up being persecuted and died in prison, or they're being politically persecuted by their political uh, opponent. So, and... You know, every day I'm seeing the news uh, headline in this country. I, I'm, I'm terrified because the government agency should not be serving any political party. It should be, be they're funded by the taxpayer dollar. They should be upholding the U.S. Constitution and serve we the people. But increasingly, we're seeing the government agencies like Department of Justice, FBI, SEC, and IRS. They have been weaponized by the political um, powers to go after their dissidents, uh, including the Chinese American dissidents, the whistleblower movement, the, the new federal state of China, our uh, leader and founder Mao School is locked up, you know, without bail. Mm -hmm. And Trump has been indicted multiple times. I mean, just, you know, I don't know how average American people are responding and reacting to this kind of thing, but this really deeply worries the Chinese American citizens who was born and grew up in communist China who really know what it is like to live in communism. And you know what, that's, and, and um, thank you for saying that, because I was thinking about before y'all decided to stand up and stand against uh, quickly tell our american audience tell tell our uh tell our listeners and viewers how it felt to be under the boot of the ccp i mean like uh, again quickly if you can but let them know just 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 how just how um just how slave it slave like it felt. What could you do? What couldn't you do? And just explain that to the audience real quick. Well, uh, in China, there is actually a constitution that promises the Chinese people the religious freedom, the freedom of speech, and the freedom of assembly. But the CCP is above the law, and uh, so the CCP can decide and when, how and you, in what situation you will be entitled to those rights. And supposedly, America is a very exceptional country where people in this country do believe that our natural rights, uh, well written in the US Constitution, um, are not bestowed to the, China, to the American people by the government. Um, 
they came from gods. Mm -hmm. And that's why the American people have the two, um, the two A, the second amendment. Uh, they have the right to own um, guns uh, in case the government becomes too powerful uh, that has started intruding the US uh, citizens individual uh, liberty. So in China, there's no 2A, um, people are not allowed to own guns. And even if you want to buy um, a knife, a kitchen knife, uh, you have to be registered with your real name because oh. the government is so scared of people even wow. buying a kitchen knife, you wow. know? Yes, and this is exactly what people, you know, you know, kitchen knife, people have to re be registered and being monitored for uh, about what you do and how are you going to use the kitchen knife. And that's how scared the CCP regime is. So this is a very, very fragile, uh, evil dictatorship. But why it has been acting so aggressively and why it has the power yeah. uh, to expand its influence globally and mm -hmm. how come it has even weaponized the most powerful countries government agencies like the Department of Justice, the FBI, the IRS, the SEC in this country. Well, just in the, um, in the video that you played for the American audiences to see, Mao School had been warning that it's the American government, American Silicon Valley, America's Wall Street that has been giving the money the technology and political uh, legitimacy to the CCP so that the CCP can be secured about its own power and to continue enslave the Chinese people. And to give you another uh, example, um, you know, um, people work in the um, iPhone factory in China, the sweatshop, the slave concentration camp. I mean, those workers, they don't, they're not protected by any uh, labor rights and they're paid like, like $2 per hour after uh, this, this increase in their salary uh, reaching $2 only happened after the international media st started uh, exposing, um, you know, the abusive uh, work environment before it was like a dollar or a few cents, you know. And right. that's how the corporate America has been profiting from the Chinese slave labor. And, you know, people in this country often talk about, oh, the corporate America should have uh, social responsibility, the ESG, the environmental and socially responsible and global governance. Then why not apply the ESG standard on the corporate American, American companies? that have been profiting from the Chinese people's slave labor, because right. this isn't socially responsible. This isn't a decent way of global governance, you know? And mm -hmm. so, you know, so remember, kitchen knife, okay? And $2 per hour. That should give every American citizen about an idea about what is America-funded CCP regime. Nicole, you said something uh, that really interested me. Um, we know in the United States, you've, you've outlined it perfectly with the corporations and the Wall Street and the, the political parties and the DOJ uh, and the different agencies. But when you said about the former 
chief of the CCP, like Xi Jinping or Deng Xiaoping, whoever, who, what organization is stronger than that person? I mean, I always thought that communist regimes were personified by the top guy that, you know, he's running pretty much running the show. Is there a, is there a quote unquote deep state in, in Chinese, in a communist China too, or, or who, you understand what I'm saying? Who would go after somebody that was the most powerful guy in the whole country? That's that's intriguing me. Well, that's a great question. Um, in fact, the the name the names that I just gave, like Deng Xiaoping and Liu Shaoqi, mm-hmm. Hu Jintao. I mean, all these people have been serving the um, the paramount leader of the CCP. They were the head of the state, and they were the chairman of the CCP. But in the political infight, they could be jailed, they died in prison, and um, very similar to North Korea. I mean, Kim Jong-un ordered the killing of his own uncle back in 2013. And so because in those countries where the political power stands above the rule of law, I mean, you know, the, the the most evil person would use the government agencies to go after uh, even their, you know, the enemies within their own party. And um, so, so there's no such a thing called rule of law in those countries. And because government uh, agencies are weaponized by the most powerful political party. And, uh, but in countries like the United States of America, we shouldn't be seeing the government agencies like the DOJ and FBI uh, is weaponized against a front runner for a presidential candidate. Right, right, right. You know, multiple times, you know, and um, the you know his his predecessors have also brought you know you know classified documents to their own home, but you know they walk away free, you know, and so there's a double standard here. And so that's sent a very strong message to people from around the world that what kind of justice system America's, um, you know, uh, um, is having right now, because usually people were looking up to America as the leader of the free world characterized by the rule of law. But now what we're seeing uh, in these days, constantly reminding people of what has happened in the dictatorship or in a totalitarian uh, regime where the government uh, agencies can be uh, weaponized to go after political dissidents. You know, Nicole, you you made one good point I just wanted to reinforce, and and then I'll move on to, to the next question. And that is, in China, you can't have anything that's perceived as a weapon because they know that that would be what you'd use to defend yourself. And the Second Amendment in America was not about deer hunting or even defending your house from somebody trying to rob you. It was to protect you from an overreaching government. And that's why they want to curtail your Second Amendment rights. But but kind of along that vein, one thing you touched on that I don't think people understand is Xi Jinping is not this all-powerful leader in China. He is the leader of the party. And it's the party that's the leader in China, not just I, I think in our mind, we think, oh, here's this evil dictator. But 
the Communist Party of China is essentially the deep state and it's the administrative state and it controls every function from church to that. Could, could you kind of explain that to our viewers, kind of what that looks like? Oh, absolutely. You just nailed it. I mean, uh, Xi Jinping is, is actually a leader of the CCP. And within the CCP, he also has his own enemies because people are competing against him for more power, you know, because, you know, um, China has 1.4 billion uh, population and among which 90 million dollars are registered members of the Chinese Communist Party. And um but these are the rank and fire uh, and people work in the government agencies. And you and then you got about a hundred families. They're called the CCP oligarchy, like Russian oligarchy or the CCP kleptocrats. And these people are the true uh, slave masters. They control 99% of the wealth, and they're the ones uh, who are in bed with the Wall Street executive, Elon Musk, and uh, um, you know, corrupted political officials in this country. And so, but within those kleptocrats, they also fight against each other because you know, somebody is always trying to get more power, and uh, and it's a mutually exclusive zero sum game so and so xi jinping also has his own enemy within within the kleptocrats within his own party and so that's why we have seen during the cultural revolution um uh, deng xiaoping who's the who was the paramount ccp leader who ordered the bloody crackdown on the tiananmen you know students uh movement he was persecuted twice during Cultural Revolution, he was jailed, and um, his uh, his son was so like lost hope in life that he wanted to take his own life. He jumped from a building and became paralyzed. He, you know, he's forever on the wheelchair. And also Liu, uh, Liu Shaoqi, who's the chairman of the CCP, I mean, he died in prison in 1969. Mm. And last year. Um, you know, on the television, on um, you know, state-owned uh, broadcast on television, the entire world was watching in horror about how Hu Jintao, the former head of the CCP, was yeah. was abruptly carried out yeah, by the security right. guard. You know, being publicly humiliated mm -hmm. when he was just about to to take the microphone and to speak up his own mind, you know, a different opinion from uh, from Xi Jinping. And Is he still alive? Is he still alive? We, we don't know. And ever since then, he, he never yeah. appeared in the state-run, you know, propaganda. Wow. Yeah, um, you know, I got, a, I got a video here of Miles speaking about um, the situation with President Trump. Let me play that. I told Steve Bannon 40 days ago, you will be brought down by the court because of the J6, and you will be brought down because of your war room show. Trump will be prosecuted in New York because of his Trump organization. They intended to make Trump permanently ineligible for presidential bid by weaponizing the U.S. justice system. It was not the U.S. but the CCP that plotted this frame. Trump and Bannon, whether they believe me or not doesn't matter. Bannon definitely believes me, but he didn't think that the CCP had such great power. I already told him over 40 days ago that it would definitely happen. This was a decision made by the CCP. Ladies and gentlemen, that... that you know, um, the more the more we learn from Nicole and the um, National National New Federation of China, the more that we learn from them, 
the more we need to take in. Miles had all of this pegged. He had it down. He had it. He had, he had scrolls. <laughs> he had scrolls of of all this happening. And you know, actually, any well, no, 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 no. I'm not gonna say this because Miles was probably prayed up about it. So God probably told him. But you know, if if we as a people uh, start going back to God and speaking to him and praying to him, he would probably show us the same thing that he's showing miles. And the, the reason why I went that way with it, Nicole is because it's so right out in front of us, but we've been so blinded and so pushed into a corner. The same thing that, that y'all were um, the same thing that the Chinese people are. They're pushed into a corner and 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 uh, scared. Well, feared. Uh, like the fear, fear has been put into them. You better not act. You better not act, or we we'll take this away. You better not act. And we and we have the power because just like you said, these government agencies, uh, the government uh, and the media and 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 um, the corporations. Man, they all they're all clutching hands and against the American people. And it's like some people can't even go in. You're waking up at first thing in the morning. I don't even know what to do anymore. I don't even know what to do. I can't do anything. I, I mean, I'm I'm so probably probably because they think that they're by themselves. So that's where they, you know, just a psyop. That's where this right. comes from. I'm by myself. I'm, I'm helpless. I can't do anything. <clears throat> but if you look at the new federal state of China over the last three years. They're bringing people together. They're 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 for that cause of fighting back. That used to be a strength of. It used to be a strength that we used to have. I, I wish that I wish we could have it back though. I wish we could have it back. Um, yeah, I, I I just um, again I've never met him, but I miss him, and I wish I had known about him before because we would always had him on the podcast. Uh, so did. So that we could get some of those nuggets that he talks about. Um, is there any update from Miles, um, the MCC, or anything like that? Don't lose hope. Um, America still have so many great patriots like you three and all of the people that we met at our third anniversary celebration. So I do have very good news. Uh, Congressman George Santos introduced uh, the Guo Act of 2023. So this act is named after Mr. Mao's Guo. So what it does mean is this bill will stop the CCP's infiltration uh, in the uh, Capitol Hill and federal government agencies. So basically, it will put a more stringent compliance standard on the financial disclosure of the politicians and career bureaucrats serving in the justice system. So it means that it will stop people like George Higginbotham, who was a DOJ full-time lawyer. And he took $41 million from the CCP and, um, and worked on CCP's behalf to influence the DOJ and uh, FBI trying to return Mao School to China. It will also stop people like um, um, 
uh, Blinken uh, from being named to be the Secretary of the State, where he was previously serving as the managing director of the China Center funded by the CCP money at University of Pennsylvania. And also, it will help stop people like um, Christopher Wray, who was, you know, benefiting from representing the CCP state-controlled companies as a legal representation. And then he was named to be the FBI director. Same with James Comey. He was a lawyer with the CCP's biggest foreign uh, hedge fund company in China, Bridgewater. And uh, um, Henry Paulson, who used to be the U.S. Uh, Secretary of Treasury, he was the um, chairman and CEO of Goldman Sachs. That is the biggest Wall Street financier of the CCP di dictatorship. So, so this is a long overdue bill that should help save America from the CCP's infiltration. And I can give you a long list. I bet. Uh, but we're running out of time. <laughs> but give you some idea about the CCP's high-level infiltration, because th this is the reason why we're losing this country. Because people who are serving these important positions, they are not the representation of we the people. Right. They are the representation right. of the CCP and the deep state. That's right. That's right. Totally, totally agree with that. And and, and I'll tell you, I, Wayne was talking about the fear. That that's a palpable, palpable thing. You know, I'm sitting here measuring what I'm getting ready to say. You know, in, in <laughs> I, I know, right? Right. You know, it's but, a, yeah, yeah. You're right. You. It's like we have to. We say we are going to give you exactly what you need to hear, but then we have to run it through that tape. You know, that tape thing in our head. Like, okay. We want to come what's back federal, tomorrow. How, and what's be the federal able to prosecutor going to say? Right. right, right, exactly. You know, but why really, is there an unmarked you know, SUV outside my house? <laughs> if, for the last three weeks. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Governments are fragile, and and Nicole can tell you this because Chinese government's no different than any other government. It's a small representative of people, and ours has been bought out. Yeah, ours has been almost completely bought out. Mm -hmm. So it's time to cut it loose. I mean, and I don't know physically how we do that, but I mean, if we don't do it, we deserve well, what we get. Now we know physically how to do it. We just don't say it. Right. But I'm, I'm saying there's, cause there's other things that could happen first, but we're running out of options. We are Carrie running Link out of said it on Friday. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I was curious after saying all that, I just wanted to, something's been on my mind. We always run out of time before I ask it. Uh, George Soros recently gave, his mantle of his billionaire status to his son, Alex. I wonder, and, and if there's no connection, just say it, and that's fine. Is George Soros and the CCP connected in any way that you know of? Yes. Um, they are definitely working for the same uh, interest, and um, they also have some important secret dealings and um, because they, same, this, they share the same agenda to grind down America. And they want to have a global governance um, based on the lawless uh, regime. And so that they can enslave not only the Chinese people, but American people and people from around the world. And so these are the common enemy of we the people. And um, so uh, that's why I like to use this great opportunity to urge uh, your listeners and viewers to pick up your phone, 
call your congressman and ask them to support the War Act of 2023. If you want to save America, if you want this country to be free from the CCP's weaponization and infiltration, this is the bill that you, you need to ask your congressman to support unanimously. And, and for those people who refuse to um, to support this bill in the Congress, let's pay close attention to their financial dis disclo to, uh, disclosures. And, and, you know, let's find out why they don't want to support a more stringent uh, financial disclosure compliance standard uh, on their financial income. This is very yeah. important. That's great. Hey, Nicole, first off, you know, thanks again for taking time to be on the show. Shout out to you, the new federal state of China and all the people in China watching us. Um, what should we be looking for this week? I'm seeing there's some activity with Taiwan. I'm seeing there there's a lot of stuff going on. What, what, what should our listeners kind of keep their eyes out for this week? Well, I'd like to draw some attention to um, the CCP's Cuba-based spying operation targeting the U.S. military. I mean, you know, um, it's it's just one, within 100 miles from uh, from Florida. And Mao School already warned like two, three years ago about the CCP's, uh, you know, uh, spy operation in Cuba, Bahamas, and Latin America targeting specifically uh, the U.S. and especially the military installation. Yet, the Pentagon spokesperson, Patrick Ryder, denied, denied it. He says, oh, those media reports were not accurate. And Cuba's uh, deputy foreign minister, uh, foreign minister also published a very strong statement denying uh, the same accusation. So hmm. I was seeing a, a headline news by, uh, uh, by international media, and this is what the headline reads. Pentagon and the Cuban denied <laughs> denied yeah. the Chinese Communist Party's spy operation. So basically this put the Pentagon spokesperson in the same category with Cuba. And wow. do you guys remember back in uh, February, I believe it was on February 15th, when the White House National Security spokesperson John John Kirby was holding a press conference. He was telling American people that there's no such a thing called spy balloon. It mm -hmm. is a weather balloon for mm -hmm. benign and commercial purpose. Right. So, so he said that on record in a mm -hmm. press conference on February 15th. And we already know that the CCP first launched their spy balloon on January 28th. And the White House allowed the spy balloon to fly over the American continent before, you know, <laughs> shooting it off. So these people are lying through their teeth. And the, <laughs> and the worst know, part why, about that, he's a retired. Why, why the Pentagon spokesperson denying this and why his narrative is the same with the Cuba's prime minister? And well, Moscow, we you know, Moscow has the uh, exclusive intel about why the CCP built the yeah. spying uh, operation in Cuba, in Bahamas. They're targeting America. Why? I mean, yeah. this is all about paving a smooth wave for Secretary Blinken to visit Beijing on June 18th. Yeah. Yeah. The the, um, the reason why I was laughing is because I remember the track. I remember the flight track. 
And the only thing missing on that balloon was peanuts and an in-flight movie. That, <laughs> and you, and you look at Kirby. That's a retired two-star admiral in the Navy. Right. Yep. yep. Yeah, lying in front of the American people. Yeah, you know, they don't even hide it. No, it was nothing. Okay, Nicole. We sadly, sadly, we gotta let you go, but we will, we will see you before um, the end of the week. I want to thank you for everything that you're doing. I want to thank the NFSC for everything that they're doing over there. Um, Let everybody know how they can um, support you, real quick. Yeah, please do call your congressman and ask them to support the Gua Act of 2023. And you can also visit our website, nfscofficial.com, to learn more about the uncensored truth that your government agencies do not want you to hear about. And I want to commend all three of you for, for providing a platform for the American people to hear about the truth. Thank you. Thank you, Nicole. Ladies and gentlemen, Nicole Sai of the new federal state of China. We're going to take a break here on the Wayne Dupree podcast, broadcast show, whatever you want to call it. But um, we're broadcasting on the Red Voice Media Network. Nicole, God bless you, darling. We're, God we're bless you, too. Thank you. We'll see you in a couple of days. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. It's a crazy world out there, and we're facing more uncertainty than our country has faced in a long time, if ever. And the most important advice that we can give you and your loved ones is be prepared. Most people don't realize they need something until it's too late. Whether it's a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid, war. You need to be prepared. Don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones during the worst of times. And then pray you never need it. Thankfully, we have just the solution for you. Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected. You get prepared and you support a pro-America Christian company that shares your values at the same time. Everyone wins. And the best news is you also get discounts on emergency survival foods, heirloom vegetables, seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your foods. So get ahead, be prepared, and survive with a company that shares your values. And we have you covered with great discounts. Go to HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10%. Again, that's HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10% on your order. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Wayne Dupree, Hutch Bailey Jr., J.R. Robinson. Um, earlier before we earlier before we had Nicole on, we were talking about President Trump 
he is flying down to Florida. So I guess he was in New Jersey or New York, but he is on his way. That was from earlier this morning. Ready, Eddie? I gotta say, um, he's not a flight risk, though. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, my God. Uh, again, what they're doing to him, they're doing, they're doing it to the American people. And it's, uh, guess what? It's not just, it's, it's not just MAGA, though. It's the American people. See, so, some of you might think, oh, yeah, he's glad he got him and got him. They're not just going after MAGA. No, we're not just you, you look it's at American you, people. You look at that speech that Biden gave with the red background and all the stuff he said about us. Yeah, we're not. We're what they're going to do. What's trending right now? If this goes through, I'm, it, it's. I don't know how we're going <laughs> to. The federal government agencies are going to turn on the people, and when I say that, I mean the military and the police. That's the next step. There's nothing left. Yeah. They dehumanize you before they kill you. And that's what they did to all of us during that speech and other things. I mean, remember back when, when that speech was given? I was I was stunned. I couldn't believe it. But he laid it out that we are all animals, terrorists, extremists, white supremacists. And all the agencies have been saying that for the last five years. I know. And I know. you don't even have to be white to be a white supremacist anymore. Yeah. You know, and I'll let you bring up a, a good point, too, because we're seeing propaganda with this Trump indictment in full force. Yeah. So they're steering the conversation to nobody's above the law. Trump broke the law. Rah, rah, rah. There are some conservatives that weren't supporting Trump that are already hopping on that. Like Trump broke the law. Trump broke the law. Trump. We see it in our chat. There's some some more liberal people that are like, did Trump break the law? Trump break the law. Well, let's talk about breaking the law. Is it more important that Biden broke the law with Ukraine? That broke the same day as the indictment. And we're not even looking into it. He might have been corrupted by a federal agency. Um, Biden admitted to having documents. Did they send the FBI to go check his stuff? You know, Obama, there's a lot of questions about what's up with his documents. Has that been inspected? Ha have they gone to any of these other people's houses? And so they make a valid point, which is, yes, nobody is above the law. But then they clearly demonstrate everybody's above the law. And and the left is so confident in it. Hillary Clinton tweeted after the indictment a picture of her with her what emails hat and like, see, I'm not in jail. She literally tweeted that last week. And they're just flaunting you. Hillary Clinton had a confidential server in her bathroom with, with confidential documents on it. It ended up on Anthony Weiner's freaking laptop. And then they smashed her, her cell phones and they bleach bitted the hard drives of this server. And like what she did was as bad, significantly worse than what Trump did, but she didn't get prosecuted. So, so, so don't fall for that talking point. Like, Trump's, uh, you know, Trump's not above the law. Well, no, let's just treat everybody the same then. Like, then let's not forget that she she was allowed to run for president. Right. Even though there's a federal law that says you're not allowed to run for any office if you destroy government documents. Correct. And, and, and Comey came out and said she destroyed 30,000 documents. 
Yeah. Right? I mean, in, in, right out in the open. And she got to run for president anyway. And nobody asked that question. It used to infuriate me yeah. back in 2050. How do you do this when it's right there in the CFR, right in the Code of Federal Regulations? Right. You admitted the crime she did, but she's running for president. See, see, my thing is this, and, and, and I guess I guess it's because I guess it's because I have kids. Um uh and I know how I I know how I raised my kids, and I know how I was raised from my parents. Um we all mess up. I don't know anybody that is perfect, but we all mess up. And we all do bad things. We do good things. We do bad things. And we get punished for bad things. Or we're supposed to get punished for the bad things so they correct us so that we wouldn't do those bad things anymore. Uh, so that's why I don't I don't have any issue calling out both sides of the party. I Really, I don't. I, I mean, <laughs> what the judges say? Without prejudice. I call out both sides of, of the party. I've called out Donald Trump for stuff that he did when he was president. Didn't make a whole lot of people happy, like the Syria thing that he listened to McCain and, and um, Lindsey Graham on. I don't think he should have did that. I don't think he should have did the omnibus bill. I don't think he did. Um, I don't think he should have got rid of some of the people that um, uh, in office uh, that left him vulnerable to the people that were left. I don't think. I don't think he should have put um, Sessions as Attorney General. There's there's a lot of things that I don't agree with President Trump. However, I support him because I voted for him. I voted for him, and I'm going to hold him accountable. Now, did he do something wrong? I don't know. I Seriously, I don't. I don't. I don't know. All I know is that there's there's papers and stuff. And, and guess what? Guess what? Guess what? If you're in the chat room and you're saying that, you, I mean, that President Trump, you don't know what he did. You don't know what he did. All you're all you're hearing is the people on the media say, "Oh, he, it's in, written in the papers. We got audio and stuff and everything, and 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 and, and the boxes and the pictures." And stuff. You don't know. Okay. Did Hillary do some stuff? Yes, you do know that. You do know that. You also know that uh, Barack Obama did some stuff. Yes, you do know those things. You might know. You might not know all of it in detail, but you know these things. Um, it goes way back to Nixon, yeah, Johnson, all, Kennedy, yeah. all of them. Yeah, all of them. Good, the, yes, they do things. And yes, they now Nixon and God bless government back at the time because Republicans told Nixon, listen, we can go up to, to a certain point with you, but if you go over that line, we can't go with you there. It went over the line. They said, we can't go with you there. Uh, and then that's when he decided that he, he was going to leave. But it was both sides of government. It wasn't just one. It was both sides. That's not where they are right now. Now, call it call it the sign of the times right now or what, but one side is sticking with one side, one side is sticking with the other. We're seeing it for the last 10, 10, 15 years, whatever. I'm not going there. The bottom line is, when I, is this. If you're in the chat room and you're saying, did he do this or did he do that? We don't know what he did until the case gets um, undone or whatnot. We don't know. You can speculate. Okay. That's why Charlie came on there and said, if, if, okay. So that, that, that's, that's, that's where that comes from. 
if these things are true. We don't know. Even in the subpoena, there's all sorts of missing information. And I mean, after the fine people hoax, where they convince everybody Trump said one thing by clipping the audio, like I am I am not taking as fact anything in that indictment till I see the whole document. Like they have that interview with the guy. That's what they're really thinking they got him on. Well, let me see the whole interview, you know, like that should be of the public record. But here's the thing, too. Trump. There is a true statement. Yes, the courts will sort this out, and that's why we have a judicial <laughs> system. <laughs> but Trump shouldn't be the only one who has to fight these battles in court. That's the point. But 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 again, yeah. I mean, again, I I mean, and and believe me, you 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 have you have you have put that down. We have put that down. It should be the same for both sides. But yes. you don't. But you don't have that. Right. With the with the leadership of both sides, right? But that, but that still shouldn't stop you from being um, the the um, the honest person that you are in saying, yes, somebody did something wrong. It, again, we don't know anything about right now. We only know what we're being told, so we don't know anything. We can't judge anybody right now on knowing half. Okay, if. If somebody gave me a pe- uh, um, some paper on you and Hutch and say, okay, they did that and they did that, they give me a piece. Of pa- I, this is just a piece of paper. Nobody's proven anything yet. Okay. So, yes, we can go back as an insurance policy and says, yes, but they need to go after them and they need to go after them. But we know that. We just need somebody like the Bill Barr that was on there yesterday going after Donald Trump. We need that person on our side on our side to say, damn, I'm going after them too. That's why, that's why I said, and I hope that y'all remember, and still no attorney general has done it in any of the states. If there was an attorney general that would go after Hillary Clinton right now, a Republican attorney general, like that New York attorney, um, that, that New York guy did, if there was a Republican attorney general to go after Hillary Clinton right now, don't you think that there would be a whole lot of hubbub and stuff like that? You haven't found one yet. Not one. Not one conservative lawyer or whatnot after the election was over. Not one of them brought the case. The correct case. All of the evidence that everybody was talking about. Nope. Not one brought it to the court. Because because all of the judges tossed it out and said, you don't have standing or whatnot. Okay, well, guess what? Now, after, now we got everything in line. Let's go ahead and take it in. We got everything straight. We got all the books. We got all, all the evidence. We got everything now. Not one. Not one. Don't y'all think there's something wrong with that? There's definitely something wrong with it. If you're a lawyer and you really, usually lawyers have a little bit of intelligence. You're a lawyer and you see the entire federal government, including the courts, not the politics, the courts are, are against you. Who's going who's gonna to give away their freedom like that? We don't make those kind of people anymore. That's why everybody likes Trump. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, you and that's people. why, and that's why the numbers are going up. See, yeah, sixty percent. That's why I said. That's why I started at the beginning. Y'all failed. Y'all failed. And 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 if there's anybody left in the Republican race, y'all just twiddling your toes. You're just twiddling right now. You're done because you ain't getting it. Nope. You didn't get the only reason they're running is they're hoping that Trump gets charged with something so that he's forced True. to drop out. 
That's true. That's true. That's true. That's you know, true. and the Democrats gave up their game this weekend, too. It was on multiple shows where they said, do you think that they could just drop the charges if Trump drops out? Like, that's of totally. Of course they game. would have back then. They would have done that. Back then, but they ain't doing it now. I he's going to die in prison if they get their way. Yep. Yeah. And when they, I guess they think we're all just going to go away. Most Man, will. That's why Carrie Lake. You're right. Most will. Most will. Carrie Lake on Fridays, like I, at a 2A convention, said, I hope the federal government understands that there's a hundred and however many million Americans that are gun loving 2A supporters that support President Trump. And to get to him, you got to go through us. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see when the, when the, when the U.S. Army's running down your street. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. They ain't coming out. <laughs> you can say what you want to on stage. You by yourself. You got a mic. And if, and, and, and if you've ever been in that situation, oh, you're a Billy Badass with that mic in your hand when you're on stage. And especially you got a whole lot of people. You get the military coming down your street in those tanks. And they're, and, and they're getting on the truck. And they're yelling. <laughs> and they're yelling, light him up. He's <laughs> fun to hear that, though. You know well, you I mean? hit the nail on the head, too, Wayne. That's part of why we love Trump. Like, very few people have the opportunity to start, step in the breach like he did. You know, very few people have the, the skills and the of people financial. stand behind him. And people right. stand behind him. Right, right. Yeah. And, and like Matt Gates says, like, I'd be a great speaker of the house, but nobody follows me. So, like, I, I couldn't do anything. Uh, but very few people have that opportunity. And then to continue, like, going and going and going. And, and like, we are beyond ridiculous. Like, between the Braggs thing and between this one, like, you are beyond credibility saying that he's not being targeted. And like, but Trump's just like, screw it. I'm doubling down. And like, that's why we love him. That's why we forgive some of his sins in case anybody's curious. At least me. I don't love him. I told you about that. I don't don't, don't love that. But look, look, look. at the Waffle House this weekend. Come on, man. Yeah. But but look, check this out. Um, She loves him. He don't love her back. He don't love her back. Got a little red dress on so that he can notice. Mr. President, I'm over here. Look, yeah, look, look. Welcome to Georgia. <laughs> you made my day. Made my day with that one. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh, Marjorie. Marjorie. Yeah, boy. She she got up. She got in front of that crowd. And actually, he was just calling for. Her. I don't know if y'all saw that. He was just calling for. Her. He didn't call her to to come up and talk. She went up there to talk. And then you know, okay, well, go ahead, take it. But um, that that vice president, uh, I don't think a whole lot of people would want Marjorie as vice president nominee. But whatever. Ron DeSantis. Guess what? He had a rough weekend. Did you? 
Somebody put a picture of uh, him in his clothes. Uh, he's wearing oversized clothes right now. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's wearing oversized clothes. He's looking. He bad. lost a bunch of weight. No, no, no. He no. He just bought bigger clothes. Oh, you think so? No, yeah. I I, I know. <coughs> I know. I know somebody watching the whole thing. They were like, he had, <laughs> yeah, he hasn't he hasn't really changed anything. Um, yeah. What 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 are y'all what are y'all seeing other than this Trump thing? Tomorrow, man, tomorrow. I hey, I I know there's some stuff. There's some people going down to Florida tomorrow. Uh, watch out because you're in um, Ron DeSantis country down there. Be careful. Be careful because he he will lock a Trump supporter up quick. So be careful. Especially if you, especially if you're um, black. So, um, <laughs> that's right. I get to play. I get to play with him. Um, yeah, everybody, everybody's going for distant second right now. I don't think it. Um, even Some of those people are really hell bent on it too. I'll tell you, I was listening to. Schlichter, he wrote a pretty good article about the about yeah, government yeah, turning yeah. on us and everything, and he turned it into a DeSantis commercial. Yeah, yeah. at the end, I'm like, Kurt, I didn't man. even watch it. I didn't even watch it. I didn't even watch it. I saw it. I was like, okay, he's. And then I just looked at his picture. I didn't even play the video. I was like, I was like, you know what? I ain't even gonna. I'm not even gonna. Actually, the DeSantis, this Trump indictment is really like kind of a defining moment with the Santa's he came out with a lukewarm statement and, and, and then his poll numbers drop and all the DeSanta supporters though, are like, they're stopping one. Bill Mitchell is literally like lock Trump up. Like he is literally doing lock him up stuff. And, and all the DeSanta's media influencers are doing that. And, and I mean, they're getting aggressive, like they're they're repeating the nobody's above the law and and this and that. They're all in on it. They're all freaking in on it. Right. Got to figure I mean, that out as a country. That's going to completely submarine if DeSantis somehow got the nomination, which I don't believe he would. Like, congratulations. Like, you won't be president, which is the plan. The Republicans want to take second place in the next election. Yeah. They want it really close so that. Maybe keep one of the House or the Senate just so the Democrats don't get too crazy. But yeah, that's great what research. Great research coming, man. <laughs> gotta have gotta have war with Russia because Russia already told you he's not gonna stand by and watch that happen. Yeah, that's right. why we're in Russia. It's the only reason. You know, it's because they're holding up the World Economic Forum's great reset. Because he said, I'm not doing it. We're not having globalists in Russia. So We'll see. Boy, happens. that's getting spicy there too. Have you guys seen what's going on over there? Yeah, there's I'm a try- lot of a lot of Ukrainian graves. Yeah, right. I'm trying. I'm trying to understand because um, your boy, your boy came, um, your boy came out and said that um, they've taken back something. I'm like, is that real or is that not? I wouldn't believe anything he says. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's what I was saying. Or the media. Or the media. How about? How about Trey Gowdy turning into such a guy? 
that clip you played about him. It's like, man, these people just, it's their whole life, I guess. I don't understand it. I I mean, I I do in a little way, but, you know, people are, think of it this way. Let's go back to DeSantis for a second. Mm. You want your president to be intelligent, right? Have good character. Who decides to run against a guy like Trump? Right. Just that decision all by itself disqualifies (laughs) you. Anybody that's up there on that Republican stage is a moron. Every single one of you. Yeah. You don't read the electorate. Right. You know, you know, I remember, I remember when, um, let's see, when, um, John Kerry, John Kerry lost to, uh, George W. Bush, George W. Bush, but, but before, let's see, but before that he was running against somebody else. I can't remember in a, in a primary, you mean like four years before that? Yeah, it was, uh, Al Gore. (laughs) Yeah, he's ran several times. I think he started floating ideas back in Clinton, and then he ran against Gore and lost in the primary, and then he was the nominee after that. But the way, and and you know, I'm not saying politics should be like this, but I've always looked at this like, okay, Mitt Romney lost to John McCain, right? In 07. So when 2012 came around, it was Mitt Romney, right? So they rolled. Right. It, I mean, you, it's, you get to be the guy that loses, right? And and r- rarely do you have a because usually presidents get two terms. That um, uh, um, um, not saying that they deserve it, but usually they get two terms. Donald Trump got taken out after the first term, so you would think it would be up to him, or they would go to him and say, "Are you going to run the second time?" Because then. We already have everything in place. We already have all the machine in place. We just start the machine right back up, get some more money in here, and and go. He was the first person to come out and say, I'm going to run. They didn't ask him. He just said, I'm going to run. And like you said, all these people, Larry Elder, oh, well, you know, I'm going to run. I'm what? To sell relief factor. Got to get some reach on those commercial, Wayne. It ain't that complicated. <laughs> you spit on myself, man. What the <laughs> I still can't get over Seb getting in bed with a suit on. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, dude, you didn't even like Henry. Right? You can't do that. I don't know. <laughs> I think there's a chance dude, Seb might sleep off? in a suit. I could be wrong. <laughs> like, that wouldn't be the weirdest thing I've heard this week. Sebastian Gorka. Yeah, hey, you remember you remember the um you remember the guy that does not even a show? Yeah. He keeps calling in on Sebastian Gorka, man. Oh yeah. Yeah, he keeps talking about how big his head is and stuff. You know? <laughs> I liked what he called uh he called that guy that was in Congress for one term, Joe Walsh. Yeah, yeah, he oh, him started yeah. reciting reciting the lyrics. <laughs> Life's been good to me. Life's been Life's good. Been, no, but he did it in a conversation. Yeah. Like, Life's been good to me so far. It's <laughs> <laughs> freaking awesome. It took him a while to catch it, too. There's another one that um there's another one that he calls. And the guy looked like he was getting ready to cry. On he was like, that's it. Shut it down. <laughs> if we can't have dialogue, 
about America. Where are we going, folks? Where are we going? So I'm going to break. I'll tell you what this guy did one time. It shocked the snot out of me. I don't know how he did it, but he called the show using my credentials. Yep. Yep. Like Wayne thought he was answering me. Wow. Yeah. I I wrote the freaking Skype about that. Yeah. It was was Hudges' phone number. Oh, that's wild. How are you talking on the show? Yeah. 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 Well, it came right. It came up as Hutch Bailey Jr. I was like, how'd you call the show? I look, I was like, attention Skype headquarters. I'm calling sure the FBI did. next. You sure, you sure did. Yeah. And that guy called me up apologizing. And because <laughs> I, I don't really use Facebook that much. I went back to my messenger. Hey man, I'm just trying to have fun. I just call it's what I do, you know. It's nothing personal. Well, don't yeah. be using my phone number if it's not personal. Right. Oh, man. It's pretty damn personal to me. I went to YouTube and I was like, I'm claiming every video that he used us on because I did not um, uh, give him permission to use any of our likeness and stuff. He t- he took all of ours down. <laughs> he took them all down. <laughs> oh, man, that was a trip. That was a straight trip. Hey, speaking of Facebook, I had a fun one this weekend. I got a friend request from our friend Carl. You know what? Where did I see him? He replied to a couple of your posts. I accepted the friend request. Not me. And and it turns out Carl's actually kind of an okay dude. He's an artist. He lives in Canada. We've had some nice chats, and I'm like, let's just not talk about Trump like we don't agree. Turns out he thinks the government's corrupt as well. He thinks like a lot of the same things we believe. So I'm like, he's a Bernie supporter. What's that? He's a Bernie Sanders supporter, probably. Uh, we didn't talk about who he supported. We were just talking about things in general, but he was actually a pretty nice guy. So nope. I got to say his artwork was really good, too. <laughs> nope. He's trying to get back. He's trying to get in with no, you. I told him he, he won't be getting back there. Like, he can find us on other channels, but. No, he can't. <laughs> Carl, Carl, Carl is gone, man. They, um, um, uh. Ned's dead. Ned's dead. Ned is dead. Ned is dead. Ladies and gentlemen, you were watching the Wayne Pre podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow, Donald Trump is supposed to be arraigned around three o'clock in the afternoon in Miami. We'll be talking some more about it. And don't forget, Wednesday, we'll have Jim Partman and talk to him about some legal stuff about what he is um, seeing and what what he's hearing. JR, give me some last thoughts real quick. Hey, war in Ukraine's heating up, folks. Uh, the spring offensive is going, and it's not going. It depends on who you follow. Some say it's going well. Some say it's going bad. They're going to run out of equipment, though, pretty quick. I'll tell you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I said at the beginning of the show, I uh, was off the grid for three or four days. And when I say off the grid, I'm saying my phone didn't even work. Right? So I was 100% off the grid. Luckily, I had a radio and some DVDs. But for my wife, the DVDs, I'd listen to the radio. Do that for yourself once in a while. That's the first time I was without internet since the internet. Wow. You know what I mean? That was, it was amazing. I had to go back in my mind and remember how we used to go out to camp before the internet, Mm -hmm. you know, where there wasn't even radio stations. I mean, you had to listen to shortwave and it's just amazing. It, it, It really feels good. That and the other thing, folks, all of the things that Nicole Sai brings to the show, let's use our power and please share that stuff. 
Exactly. Share it. We got to get that word out. This is, we're over here, you know, distracted by Republicans, Democrats. This is the Chinese Communist Party taking us over. That's who arrested Trump. Yep. Yep. Think about that. Think about that. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to go. Uh, you watch us on Red Voice Media Network, um, 7 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow. love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 